At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Shower, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Danny Burke, your host, and as always, we are doing it live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook on this Thursday evening here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And tonight, we have planned for you the typical schedule as we do for primetime games. We'll kick things off with an overall preview of the matchup with the Bucks and the Eagles tonight. Talk my better half, some miscellaneous props, and at the end of the show, we've got some Danny's dimes and more into prop shelf for the big affair. In between, we'll be bringing on a couple of guests. How about Amal Shaw to talk some college football? We'll even see if we have some time because we have plenty of college football to get into with Amal. We'll get his thoughts on the baseball game tonight. Big one out in the West Coast with the Dodgers and the Giants. See if he has any action in terms of tonight's NFL game too. And before that, well, the Eagles are playing, so of course we're going to bring on our man Ryan Rossneed. He hosts the Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers, so we'll be sure to get all the good info dished out that you need for tonight's game, courtesy of Ryan Rothstein. That's going to be in 15 minutes. And then, of course, as we alluded to, Amal Shaw will be joining us. But that will be in about a half hour. But let's get things kicked off and get you just squared away with where this line has moved for Thursday night football. Action taking place in Philadelphia. Eagles hosting the Buccaneers. And this line opened 6.5. We know that. We have established that. And it went up to seven, and then yesterday we were talking with Wes Reynolds, and he mentioned how he took the seven points with the Eagles, and it seemed like consensus line was back down to six and a half. Well, looking at it now, I mean, now it's back up to seven in favor of Tampa Bay, 
And the money line is minus 305 for the Buccaneers. Eagles catching plus 260. Total has dipped from 53 to 52 and a half, but nothing has moved dramatically in that sense. It is shaded to the over, uh, minus 113 at 52 and a half. If you want to bet the under 52 and a half, it's minus 108. In terms of just handicapping this overall game, look, Tampa Bay's banged up. I mean, Winfield is going to be out. Levante David is going to be out. Gronk, as we know, is out. Tom Brady's dealing with the thumb issue. Uh, JPP is questionable. Patrick O'Connor, the defensive end for Tampa Bay, is also questionable. And even if some of them were healthy, this defense in the secondary has kind of been a train wreck as of this point. It's not to say that they don't have the talent and can't figure it out, but it has certainly been an issue for the Buccaneers. And now they're going to be really banged up, and you're going up against this Philadelphia offense that, let's put it you know, bluntly, I mean, they're volatile, right? I mean, they, they are hit or miss depending on what offensive performance you are going to get out of the Eagles. They have the talent, in my opinion, and capability to put up enough points but will that be the case tonight? Well, all that matters is if they can keep it within that number of seven. And honestly, if I'm looking one way or the other, I think you got to take the seven with Philadelphia now that it's back up there, being right at that key spot. The injuries with not only Tom Brady, but the rest of the crew is concerning. And because of that defense not being as dominant as we kind of assumed they would be, opens up the door for many opportunities maybe for Philadelphia. And they're at home, and it's a primetime game where we kind of typically see it a little bit closer, especially with Tom Brady in recent memory. So, again, if you're looking to bet the spread, I think your best shot and angle is to taking the points with the Eagles in this game. I haven't done that officially. I might end up playing something with the spread, but the strong lean would go toward taking the points with Philadelphia tonight against Tampa Bay. Let's transition and go into our first official segment of the night. Instead of going with the full game, the full scope of things, let's go with the first half, see what those first half props are, and much more. It is time for my better half. Here we go over the money line spread and totals for the beginning parts of this game. Let's get things started with the first half money line odds. The three-way bet where the tie is implemented has the Bucks minus 182 to be leading heading into the second half. The Eagles plus 188, and if you think they're knotted up, same score, mano e mano, it's plus 1150 for the tie to be the correct call. Now, if you want to just do the tie no bet, where if it does tie, you just get your money back, then you're paying more, but the Bucks in that case are minus 220, and the Eagles are plus 170. As of this point, the Bucks are 3-2 and two on the first half money line, the Eagles are 1-4, and four on the first half money line. So maybe a little bit tough to trust Philadelphia as of this point. But, of course, it's a tough price to lay to back Tampa Bay here. Now, the Bucks are averaging 16 first-half points per game up to this date. Defensively, they're allowing 11.4. You look at the side of Philadelphia, they're only putting up 8.8 first-half points per game. Nothing great to put confidence in this squad. And defensively, they're allowing about 14 first-half points per game. So you can see why it may be a little bit tough to trust this Philadelphia team, at least right out of the gates. Now, moving on from the money line, because that one's always a little bit skewed for the most part, where you can actually get a good spot potentially is this spread. And the spread earlier today was at 3.5, and and you saw it kind of going to 4, but now it's all the way up to 4.5 in favor of Tampa Bay, which is fairly high for a first-half line regardless of what the matchup is, but specifically in one where there could be a lot of points flying and the team that is favored by 4.5 is dealing with a plethora of injuries. So the Bucks are laying four and a half, and if you want to lay the four and a hook with Tampa Bay in the first half, it's minus 104. If you want to take it with Philadelphia, well, it's minus 118, so you are laying a little bit of a price. 
in terms of the spread, if you applied the spread to every game thus far, uh, the Bucks would be three and two ATS. Now, if you did it with Philadelphia, they would be two and three ATS. Take that as you will. Nothing too significant that should sway your opinion. But again, as we alluded to with the full game analysis, Tampa Bay's banged up, and I think Philadelphia has enough talent offensively, and being at home certainly could help enough for them to make this a close game, even if it's not for the full game, more specifically maybe the first half. And maybe Tampa Bay's looking to run the ball more because of that injury that Tom Brady is enduring currently, and they can rely on Leonard Fournette a little bit more, which would you know wind down the clock, you'd milk it, and then it could give the Eagles a better chance to keep it close. And again, the philosophy we're assuming for Philadelphia is going to be to try to pick apart the secondary that has been the weakness for Tampa Bay. So maybe they got points flying originally, and then we'll see if they could carry it on. But as for the first half, I think Philly could keep this one close. And if you're asking me to go one way or the other with the spread in the first half, now that it's getting up to that four-and-a-half range, I would take the points in that spot with the Eagles. Let's transition now. Let's talk total points and what we could be seeing for the first part of this game. Total points in the first half for both teams combined, 26-and-a-half is the number we are seeing. It is shaded to the over, minus 117, the under, minus 105. With this over-under record, the Bucks are 3-2, and two, meaning they have gone over this total in three out of five games thus far. The Eagles on the other side are 2-3, and three, so they've been held under this total in the first half in three out of five games. Remember this, the Bucks are putting up 16 first-half points per game themselves, but the Eagles are only putting up about nine. However, defensively, the Eagles are allowing opponents about 14 first-half points per game, The Bucs are allowing 11.4. So how does that make you handicap each individual total points bet then? Because the Eagles' total points in the first half is at 10.5, and and we know how crucial that hook is, and that's why it's shaded to the under minus 127. The over is minus 103, and the Eagles have only gone over 10.5 points in the first half in two out of five games this season. The Bucs have allowed opponents over this mark in just two out of five games, and the two teams that did it, they're pretty solid squads, especially offensively, being the Rams and the Cowboys. And the Eagles really aren't are offensively with those two teams. So I get white shit to the under, and that's the only way I would play it. I know I was kind of just preaching that I think the Eagles could make some noise, but I don't really want to have to trust them getting over 10.5 in this spot despite the banged up defense from Tampa Bay. Because, again, they're not an electrifying offense, even though that could be the case. I'm not playing it because it obviously has that capability of going that direction, but we just haven't seen it yet, so the confidence isn't necessarily there with Philadelphia. I'm not willing to pay it to find out. And the Bucks. now this number is absolutely tricky in the first half. I mean, you're over 14, 14 and a half for the Bucks total points in the first half of this game, over minus 110, under minus 118. It, it seems really hard to want to bet the over here because of Tom Brady being a little bit banged up too, and like it was saying, maybe they try to emphasize the run game just a little bit more so, which wouldn't give them, you would think, as many opportunities to get so many points in the first half, especially over 14. They have gone over 14 and a half, though, in three out of five games, believe it or not, and the Eagles have allowed their opponents over this mark in three out of five games. So if you want to follow the majority trend, then I guess you could, you know, kind of point your direction into the over 14 and a half, but I don't like that hook there. If it was at 14, you know, we could have a different conversation with the security of the push. But I don't think there's really that good of angles in the first half for tonight's game. But if there was any that I would be circling out, it would have to be taking the four and a half with Philadelphia on that spread. It's kind of a higher number. Crazy things happen in primetime, especially in the first half. So that's maybe where I would be 
diverting my attention in the first half bets, if anything. But now let's spend the little time we have left in this segment taking a gander at those miscellaneous props that we always like to kind of throw out here, aside from our prop shelf segment. But I wanted to talk about Ryan Suckup and his total kicking points tonight. Eight and a half is the points total for him. Over minus 108, unders minus 121. I get this isn't really an area that we like to hone in on, and nobody really is that interested in it. But it could be a viable spot because, look, he's averaging 8.2 kicking points thus far per game, but he's only gone over it in two out of five games. And, you know, when you look at the Eagles, only one opposing kicker has gotten more than eight and a half points in a matchup, and that was when they just played the Panthers and Zane Gonzalez. I think he got nine in that game. But when they get in the red zone, Eagles are allowing their opponents to be successful, meaning scoring a touchdown 75% of their trips to the red zone. So they're allowing a lot of touchdowns down there. And honestly, the Bucks aren't kicking that many field goals themselves. I would, if you're looking for a different avenue, something kind of just out of the realm of normalcy in terms of betting, look for Ryan Suckup under 8.5 points, about minus 121. That could be something that could be of interest. And then Zach Ertz. We know Goddard's out in this game. Zach Ertz has a good opportunity tonight to find the end zone, I think. Tampa Bay hasn't done that good against tight ends. They're allowing them about seven catches on average and 64 receiving yards. We'll talk more about his props later. But Tampa Bay has also allowed three touchdowns to tight ends this year. First touchdown score, 16-1. Anytime touchdown score for Ertz is 2-1. Keep those in mind as well if you want more of a longer shot for Zach Ertz and his first touchdown score. All right, coming up next, we're going more in-depth with this matchup. The Philly man himself, Ryan Rossi, will be joining us next, giving us his best plays and much more insight. Stick around. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all 
But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. The Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh city casts are up and running, and also look to the LA city cast with Danielle Elvari. Five episodes a week, getting you covered all the time. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast made available. Okay, and it's time to talk to the host of the Philadelphia City Cast himself, Ryan Rostein, joining us here on Rush Hour on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Big game to look forward to tonight, Ryan. And I know, you know, we, we kicked off the show just previewing this game and looking at the first half angles that betters can approach. I'm curious as to what angles you're looking to approach because this line has, you know, gone back and forth from seven and six and a half. Now it's at seven in favor of Tampa Bay. This total is at 52 and a half. What do you expect out of your squad this evening? Oh, well, that's a loaded question to start, Danny. What do we expect out of the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, it has been, you know, a Jekyll and Hyde season so far. Uh, but that win in Carolina, and and we'll see what that win actually meant tonight. Like, but but that win in Carolina was gritty. I mean, the Eagles, and I'm not I'm not talking about the Flyers mascot here. Um, that that win was a mentally tough win and Jalen hurts has shown that he is a very strong leader. He's a natural leader for this team. Uh, so does that carry over on a short week, right? Like, I don't know if that benefits him uh, or it really doesn't. I, I will say this. I, I like the seven. Uh, I like the seven here tonight. That Eagles defensive line finally showed up uh, against the Panthers as a group. Fletcher Cox finally got into the box score. Hargrave continued to fill up the stat, sh- uh, stat sheet and box score. Josh Sweat got a sack. So if they can carry that over and get some interior pressure from their def- uh, defensive line tonight, uh, I think this is going to be a little bit lower scoring than maybe the average person uh, would predict. And I certainly like this Eagles team to cover. And I'll, I'll take the seven here all day on a short week at home in Philly. Now, from the Eagles standpoint, in terms of what they can do offensively, what areas? I mean, obviously, we're kind of assuming in terms of the passing game because the Bucks secondary has kind of been a mess as of this point. They're banged up all over the place. But when you look at, you know, you know, for people who are playing fantasy or just props, who are some guys who would circle out? Because, of course, we're expecting, you know, hopefully from your standpoint, naturally, a big performance out of Hurts. But what about some other receivers? I mean, Zach Ertz maybe has a good opportunity tonight. Zach Ertz does. Uh, I think that would make sense, right? Maybe to the average person, go Zach Ertz. And listen, if anyone out there wants to lean Zach Ertz, no Dallas Goddard, that's certainly reason enough. 
Uh, but there's three to four props that I've highlighted that I really like, Danny. I'll start with Jalen Hurts, and I like his over on total passing yards for a few different reasons. Now, I saw this when the props first were released at Bet River Sportsbook on their wagering menu. Jalen Hurts was at right around 286 and a half. Right now, if you're still looking to get some bets in, he's down to 280 and a half for total passing yards. Now, you look at comparable teams that the Eagles have faced so far this season, that Kansas City game, right? None of us can forget it, even if we tried. Uh, Jalen Hurts put up right around 350 passing yards in that Dallas Cowboys beatdown uh, that Philadelphia took. Jalen Hurts well eclipsed 300 passing yards. So if you say, oh, well, Philly's going to get stomped tonight, uh, I, I like the Jalen Hurts over for his passing yards even more. And even if it's close, uh, I think there's some real opportunity for the Eagles to attack this you know, depleted secondary in Tampa Bay. So I'm going to start with Jalen Hurts, and I'll throw a couple more quickly at you. Devontae Smith has shown me uh, that he's arrived. And I know it's too early to say, uh, but I think this is going to be consistent now from Devontae Smith as long as he can stay healthy. His total receiving set at 72 and a half. I, I have him close to 100 yards when it's all said and done tonight for the few, few of the reasons I already stated. So I'll take the over on receiving for Devontae Smith. And Quez Watkins, I've been playing him over receiving yards for the past four straight weeks. It's hit every single week, Danny. Uh, set at 39 and a half. He's the deep threat for Philadelphia. I think he can eclipse that in the first half, which he's done with his player props the past two weeks. Interesting. Yeah, I love that Jalen Hurts prop. I'm on that one with you as well. Played that a little bit earlier, and you're right. Now if you're getting around that 280 range, I think that's still a very viable spot. If you're getting to the 285, you know, maybe hold off, but 280 definitely still agree to pull the trigger on it. In terms of maybe just looking at the running game, because where Tampa Bay does thrive defensively is stopping the run and limiting it, you know, maybe aside from Sanders and Gainwell, do you think Hertz is going to be forced to improvise and use his legs today? I mean, he typically always does, but is this going to be a game where he even more so will do that? Or will he maybe have more time and be able to pass more because the secondary isn't the strength of Tampa Bay's defense? You know, it's strange. Obviously, I've watched every second of these games that the Eagles have played and them uh, and then some so far, Danny. But, you know, you look at the stats and Jalen Hurts is number two in all of the major categories for quarterbacks and rushing statistics. Yet when you watch these games, like Jalen Hurts is a pocket passer and he is out to prove that he's a pocket passer. Now, this system is simplified. They are very RPO heavy, uh, but he's not out there running around like it's Michael Vick in his heyday or even like a Lamar Jackson styled offense. Uh, nonetheless, they they use the RPO a lot and they consider that a run call uh, in the game plan and Jalen hurts more often than not decides to keep it himself. Uh, so if you're looking to play any rushing yards props, I played Jalen hurts, I think four times total this season. I hit on the over three times. Uh, that's the play. I think you and I talked about it last week. I'm not touching miles Sanders in any category on the bet, uh, wagering menu with a 10 foot pole. I don't know if he's going to get a hundred rushing yards tonight, or he's not going to see the field either is completely up for grabs. Uh, so, yes, I think the long-winded answer here is Jalen Hurts is going to have to uh, create some magic with his legs. Uh, and I want to see him tuck it and run more often because he's more than capable of doing so. Uh, and that's just going to make it that much more difficult to try and uh, slow this offense down if they are able to get some momentum and get rolling. 
Yeah, 43 and a half is his prop for rushing yards. You're, I mean, it's hard to kind of bet against it, and especially in a game that, hey, maybe they are trailing, and he does have to create more opportunities, thus using his feet. And you're right, I agree, too. I think sometimes, and you don't obviously want the, your quarterback to put his body on the line on so many plays, like sometimes when Lamar is doing that, you're holding your breath. But if he gets to that level, he's going to be absolutely lethal. So I, I kind of agree with you. I think that would be good to see him do that a little bit more often. It, uh, couldn't agree more in terms of staying away from Miles Sanders, right? Of course, because we're saying this, now it's going to be the Miles Sanders game and he's going to go off, but we'll see what happens out of Sanders in the backfield. Uh, while we have you here, Ryan, just kind of looking down the road for the Eagles, we got a few minutes left. Their updated futures odds, looking at their win total, 7.5 is the number posted at Bet Rivers. The over is the dog, plus 125, under 7 in the hook. Your lane, minus 157. I know a lot of it's going to determine on the outcome of tonight's affair, but I guess if we assume they're going to lose tonight, how do you look to handicap their win total the, uh, the rest of the way? It's a good question, uh, and I don't really have that answer. Like, you look at the Las Vegas Raiders and what they're dealing with right now. Like, I, are they going to completely crumble? Uh, or are they going to rally around each other? And, and is this going to galvanize the locker room in the short term? And I, I bring up the Raiders uh, because that's the Eagles' next opponent uh, out in Vegas next Sunday, 425 Eastern time. So I, I don't know what to expect there. Then you look at uh, the Eagles having to go on the road to the Detroit Lions. And, yeah, the Lions are sort of a mess, but also not really. I, I, I really like that team. I find myself rooting for the Lions. Then they have the Chargers, the Broncos, the Saints, and then a ton of NFC East games. If they can position themselves five or six wins or four to six wins, I think is more realistic before they get into their last five games. Uh, then yes, I think they can certainly finish with eight or nine wins because their last six games on this schedule are all pretty much winnable outside of the one more uh, Dallas matchup. Yeah. And Hey, I mean, if all goes according to plan, we'll have, we'll be having a completely different conversation about this Eagles team. And as you mentioned too, I mean, yeah, the Raiders are anomaly at this point. We'll see what their reaction is amidst all the news with John Gruden and his departure. So, yeah, Eagles have a very peculiar schedule, and that win total at 7.5 seems right. And if you want to go under, I mean, lane minus 157 is kind of a tall order. So maybe just the right approach is to kind of wait and see, especially after tonight. But, hey, Ryan, I know you're going to have a lot of fun watching. At least we hope you have a lot of fun watching, and we'll look forward to your reaction <laughs> podcast tomorrow, my man. But uh, until next time, take care. Best of luck. I appreciate it, Danny. Look forward to catching up next week. Absolutely. Ryan Rossi, ladies and gentlemen, at Wise Rye, where you can catch him on Twitter. Again, host of the Philadelphia CityCast, five episodes a week, wherever you get your podcasts available. He'll have you covered on a week-to-week basis, not only with the Eagles, but everything revolving around Philadelphia sports. Basketball around the corner, hockey just got started. No, it's the offseason for baseball, but or not offseason, but at least for the Phillies it is. Whatever it is, he'll get you squared away. As will I with the Chicago City Cats, if you're curious about that angle as well. Five episodes a week for all of the major cities. Coming up next, we're going to transition to college football. Amal Shaw hopping on, giving us his best plays for Saturday. Stay tuned. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. Get ready for all the action this NBA season. 
with the VEASAN basketball betting experts. So grab your copy of the VEASAN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now to get strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, which includes Jonathan Von Tobel, a.k.a. JBT, provide strategy and advice as well as those predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. This digital guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season. Get your copy now for only $9.99. That's at vsin.com slash subscribe. Again, vsin.com slash subscribe. Okay, we are back here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The show is Rush Hour, presented by Bet Rivers. Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Everybody here in the book excited and ready not only for Thursday night football, but we got some postseason baseball action later tonight. And, of course, the weekend full of just plenty of football games. We'll get you squared away here on VSIN. Point spread Saturday with Amal Shaw. He hosts that, getting you prepared for all of those games, jam-packed all throughout Saturday, and he's joining us now to give us a little preview with some of his plays into this weekend. Amal, thanks as always for hopping on with us. Now, I guess before the weekend, technically, I wanted to talk about one game going on Friday, and that's going to be Syracuse and Clemson, and we know what kind of a roller clo- uh, roller coaster team Clemson has been as of this point, but they're a 13-and-a-half-point road favorite here with the total at 44-and-a-half against Syracuse. What do you expect in this matchup? Well, it's really going to come down to how does Syracuse's offense with Schrader and Tucker move the ball against this Clemson defense? Danny, I know Clemson's had their issues on offense, but defensively, they've still been elite. Scouts will be back in the lineup. you got Nolan Turner back in there. Uh, Brian Brzee out. We'll see what Miles Murphy can do uh, in terms of pressuring the quarterback. Uh, I'm leaning towards a little bit towards the under in this game, but I'm not going to end up playing it because I don't like these low totals in college football. A turnover here, a turnover there changes the entire dynamic of how things play out. So uh, I, I can see why, though, people are jumping on Syracuse plus the points here just simply based on how Clemson's offense has performed. It's hard to lay two touchdowns with a team that can barely get in the end zone. Yeah, I'm right there with you, and especially with that total. It's low in a sport that's so volatile and crazy like college football. So when it gets to that number in the low 40s, kind of seems like a stay-away spot. Unless it's in the Big Ten, then you have a little bit better reason. Uh, but this next matchup, Amal, the total's on a little bit different spectrum here. It's up to 60 at Bet Rivers. That's going to feature Texas and Oklahoma State where points could be flying. But four and a half is a spread in favor of the Longhorns coming off that crazy, hectic game where they certainly had their chances against Oklahoma this past week. But now they're looking like they have the advantage over Oklahoma State. But do you think that they deserve to be a four and a half point favorite here after that? You know, in a game like that, I guess where it's not a complete letdown spot, but it's just it was such a deep game where they had their chances to win. How do you expect them to respond this week? Yeah, great point. And I would actually even take it a step further. Probably should have won the game. I mean, this is a team that yeah. had a comfortable lead in the game, couldn't close it out. So concern from a uh, Texas perspective. The challenge in this game is can you emotionally get up for it? I mean, it's one thing to lose a football game. If you get blown out, you bounce back, you're embarrassed. But it's another thing to lose a game where you feel like you really should have won it. Uh, I'm not sure. I think Oklahoma State is probably the quietest number 12 team I've seen in a while. They come in at 5 or 6 to 0. They've played well. Their defense has been stout. Can the offense move the ball? I think they'll have some opportunities to do so. Um, this is going to be another stay away spot for me here on this one. I think it's a tough one to call between these two teams. Uh, this one is going to come down to whichever. Look, if you like Texas, lay the points. If you like Oklahoma State, I would say take a shot with the money line here. I think they've got a great shot to win this football game if they're going to be in it in terms of covering the number. 
Yeah, four and a half is that number. And if you do want to take Oklahoma State outright, plus 155 is that value. And speaking of a spread, though, at four and a half, Amal, and just placing actual bets, I did in this game that has a four and a half point spread, Arkansas and Auburn. We see Arkansas is a four and a half point favorite. Now, I didn't touch the spread per se, but I did go with the total. And 53 is the number that I got, and I bet it over. And it's not just because of what happened last week against Arkansas. It's for a lot of different factors, but I do think this one could see a lot of points or at least enough to get over 53. Uh, what's your thought on the total? And if you're not as interested in that, of course, then you know what are you thinking in terms of that spread for this matchup? Yeah, who, give me the, who is it? Uh, Razorbacks, are, I know they're four and a half. Who are they playing against? Uh, so Arkansas is going up against Auburn, and it's going to be at Arkansas. Yeah. You know, I look at this, Bo Nix is able to move the football. They've done a nice job. I think defensively, uh, Auburn's going to put up much more resistance than we saw out of Ole Miss against the Razorbacks. But can you slow down Burks on the outside? Can you slow down K.J. Jefferson? That's the big question mark for uh, this uh, Auburn team. You know, that was a tough loss. That was a game that if you walk away through Sam Pittman, you feel like you should have won that game. I I think it's going to be a challenge here for this team. Uh, I, I lean towards the home side here because they do well in Fayetteville. Um, I'll probably take the Razorbacks here minus four and a half. But other than that, for me, uh, it's probably another one of these games I'm, I'm not that high on. All right, well, let's see if you got more interest in this matchup with Baylor and BYU. Seems like there's some significant betting interest in this one. I mean, Baylor's now up to a six-point favorite in this total at about 50 and a half. You think the Cougars can hang here? You're riding with Baylor. Yeah, no, I like BYU here because Romney's going to play. He practiced yesterday. If he's under center, this is a completely different offense. If he doesn't play, uh, you have to take Baylor. I think it really comes down to the quarterback situation, and this is one you have to keep an eye on. Uh, He practiced, doesn't guarantee he's going to play, but I would expect him to. So that's something I would take a look at. If he doesn't go, I think Baylor wins this game comfortably. It's a completely different offense for the Cougars without him in the lineup. All right, Amal. And then, you know, I feel like we're always talking about this team every single week. And, you know, maybe not you at least, but I'm always leaning against them because it spreads so high. And that's Georgia. And now they get Kentucky at home, and they're laying 22.5 with another short total at 44.5. Is there going to be a point where Georgia doesn't cover? I mean, where the line just gets so out of hand? Do you think Kentucky can keep it close? Or is it maybe a stay away because Georgia just has that capability of dominating their opponents every single week? I, I like this game under the total. I think, uh, look, Kentucky's got a very good defense. They played a better offense than Georgia has in uh, Florida. They were able to take care of business against them. Now, my concern is, though, uh, we saw Missouri move the ball effectively against the Wildcats earlier this year, putting up uh, seven points in all four quarters. With that being said, though, Georgia's going to be a tough, tough ask of this Kentucky offense. I, I think if you can get a team total of about 14 or so on uh, Kentucky, I would play it under. I think they're really going to struggle to score. I'm not going to touch this uh, side in this one. But, Danny, this is one where you might look at the under here. It's going to be a real challenge for both teams. And I think also if you are both sides, you're going to play it fairly conservatively because you know what these defenses are capable of. So you're not going to take any unnecessary risk. I think this game plays out in a much more defensive fashion. All right. Well, a game that's going to be quite the opposite of that, Amal, Tennessee and Ole Miss. This total is up to 83 and a half. Just absolutely absurd. But, you know, rightfully so. And in this high total of a game, we do see Ole Miss as a three-point favorite. They're minus 148 on the money line. Tennessee at home catching plus 116. What do you think goes down in Knoxville here? 
I think Ole Miss wins this football game because they've got the best player on the field in Matt Corral. I think they, uh, they go over the total. I know it sounds crazy to say at 83, but here, think about it from this perspective. You're talking 21 points per quarter, which sounds extremely high. But think about the tempo at which Heupel's team wants to play and Lane Train's team wants to go. I think both teams are going to have some big play opportunities. I think we could probably see three, four touchdowns in this game that exceed 40 to 50 yards. It should be a lot of fun to watch. If there's any game you're just going to watch without betting on, this is probably going to be the most entertaining game if you're an offensive-minded person. So I think both teams flourish. I think Ole Miss gets into the 50s, and I think we'll see Tennessee right there in the 40s. I think it's going to be like the old Big 12. I'd say old like four or five years ago. Uh, I think the fact that it's in the SEC, people don't think it's going to be maybe as high scoring, but this should be an absolute shootout. All right, I'm all final college football game. Then we'll see if we could squeeze in tonight's baseball action and some NFL. Arizona State, Utah. Arizona State, a one-point favorite. Total at 50. Who wins this one? Excuse me. I think uh, this is a tough one to call. Uh, really, if you're Arizona State, this is the type of game you have to win. You're better than Utah. You can't get it done on the road. Uh, it's going to be a real problem. But I, I like them. I like to have my quarterback with Jaden Daniels over Cameron Rising. All right, and then baseball tonight, Giants and Dodgers. Looks like San Francisco is getting some love on the money line. Is that the direction you're riding with? I love the Giants tonight. You know, everybody wants to point to the Dodgers giving me reasons X, Y, and Z. But if they're the better team, they should have been hosting this game. At the end of the day, you've got the better pitcher in Logan Webb. I don't like the way the Dodgers are managing their pitching staff in this one. We'll see what happens. But I'm going to ride a pitcher that has just been dominant at home. Remember, he shut down this uh, Dodgers team in game one. Giants have struggled a little bit offensively, just been shut out in two out of the four games. Or excuse me, the Dodgers have been shut out in two out of the four games. Giants with only nine runs, but I still lean with the Giants here. All right, and then about 15 seconds. Anything you're taking for Thursday night football tonight? Uh, I've got USA uh, taking on Georgia Southern. I like USA here in this matchup lane three at home. Right, there you go, baby. Amal Shaw, not only host of Odds On here on VEASAN, but point spread Saturday. Can you prepped even more so? For all the collegiate games right here on Beeson. And all take care, my man. Best of luck with all your plays. Looking forward to talking next week. Thank you. All righty. And what we're also looking forward to is giving you our official plays tonight here on Rush Hour. We've got Danny's Dimes and Prop Shelf coming up next for Eagles and Buccaneers. Stick around. Plenty more to deliver on this show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting, and Bet Rivers has you covered for the NFL season. They're offering same game parlays in all pro football matchups, plus, they're bringing back the Reduce the Juice promotion on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million Beat the Spread Challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at BetRivers. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com to bet. Offers valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. And Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Okay, final segment on this Thursday evening. The show is Rush Hour program here on VCD Sports Betting Network that we are getting you prepared for Thursday night football with the Bucks and the Eagles. It is time not only for Danny's Dimes, but Prop Shelf, my personal favorite segment of the show. So let's get into it, beginning with Danny's Dimes, my official plays for Thursday Night Football, and then we'll get into Prop Shelf with the other props and areas I think could be of interest. But let's start with the man himself, Jalen Hurts, who I am predicting to have a big game, or at least big enough, to get over his prop bets really here. And, you know, the two that stood out to me were his pass attempts and passing yards. Now, as we talked about with Ryan Rossi, the number has certainly shifted a little bit, but 277 is the number I got earlier today for his passing yards. And like I always plead, subscribe to VEASAN, VSIN.com slash subscribe, get the daily newsletter, and get involved with the best bets page so you can get these better numbers and alerted about it earlier in the day before they move. And Jalen Hurts passing yards, for example, again, 277.5 is the number I got. He's averaging 273 passing yards per game. And if you're seeing about 280, 280 and a half out there still, I would still play the over. Above that, maybe a little bit more hesitant. 
But look, Hertz has actually been held under, you know, his passing yards prop in three out of five games. But the two he went over was against Kansas City, through for 387 yards. Kansas City, a team that has a good offense, terrible defense. Reminds you of Tampa Bay a little bit, perhaps. You look at Dallas, he threw for 326, a game they were trailing and needed to keep up with, and that could be the case tonight against the Buccaneers. Both games they lost. You know, I like taking the seven with Philly, but at the end of the day, I give the edge to Tampa Bay, so I think this game could be similar to those spots against Kansas City and Dallas where he threw for over 300 passing yards in each. Now, even more so, if we kind of just even take Jalen Hurts out of the equation, Tampa Bay is allowing their opponents to throw for 328 passing yards per game. That's terrible. That's not what you want to see out of Tampa Bay. But it gives us a good opportunity to bet against them for the quarterback they're facing. Now, every quarterback has gone over this mark except for Mac Jones and Jacoby Brissett. Both of them threw for 275 passing yards. So right under 277 and a half. But you got to take into consideration that Mac Jones game. I mean, yeah, they're throwing a lot, but the weather was crappy and it was just bad conditions and a lot of other outlying you know, factors really played a part. Brissett on the other side, I mean, look, the Dolphins aren't good, but he still almost got there. So I'm not taking those two into account too much. Plus, this Bucks defense is banged up. And, you know, even if they were healthy again, that secondary just really isn't that good. And I get it. You know, it could be a closer game, but realistically, the Bucks still are the more talented and better coach team. And at the end of the day, I do think Philly will be trailing, and he will need to pad those stats by trying to pass the ball at the end. A good opportunity for Hurts and his passing yards. I played it over and recommend that you do the same. Now, aside from his passing yards, let's just look at his pass attempts, which may be more of a secure bet to make so you don't have to rely on someone catching the ball and getting yards. Pass attempts, 37.5 was the best number I saw earlier today if you do a little bit of shopping, but 38.5 seems to be the consensus. Would still play over for both. Now, Hertz is averaging about 36.4 pass attempts per contest. He has been held under this prop mark in three out of five games, but the Bucs are allowing opposing quarterbacks, or not allowing, but opposing quarterbacks against the Bucs are tossing the pigskin 44.2 times per game. That is a huge amount, and I don't think anything should really change tonight for Jalen Hurts. All five quarterbacks that the Bucs have faced have gone over 37 and a half pass attempts. The closest one was Matt Stafford, who threw for 38, and that was a game they were destroying the Bucks and started running the ball at the end, and he still got over that prop mark. The strategy that will best suit this Eagles team to keeping it close and or winning this game will be to throwing the ball. So Jalen Hurts will need to do that, and that will put him over 37 and a half pass attempts tonight against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those are the two official plays that I did. Jalen Hurts over 37 and a half pass attempts and him over 277 and a half passing yards. The number is a little bit different. Would still play up to 280 and a half over his passing yards and up to 38 and a half pass attempts, but nothing too much further than that. I'm expecting a very solid night in the stat sheet from Jalen Hurts. Now, those are the official Danny's dime. So those are the ones we're actually rolling with. Let's get into what we'll call prop shelf section of this, where we still go through props but ones that I haven't necessarily played but still think it could be a good angle to seek out. We can begin this by looking at the ground game for Tampa Bay. What can Leonard Fournette produce tonight against this Eagles team? Could be a good opportunity because, one, Tom Brady's a little bit banged up with his thumb, right? Maybe they won't try to pass the ball as much. Maybe they'll try to get that ground game implemented as soon as possible. And, two, a good team to do it against. The Philadelphia Eagles, who are surrendering, Uh, about 142 rushing yards per game. 
Not great. Not what you want to see from Philadelphia. Now, Fournette's only averaging about 50.2 rushing yards per game, and he's been held under this mark in three out of five games. But again, you know, this Philly team has had really struggles stopping the run. I mean, Hubbard got 101 last week. Clyde Edwards-Alaire got 102. Zeke got 95. Heck, Pollard got 60 against them. So if he's going to be the main featured back, which Fournette has consistently been at this point for Tampa Bay, and if they're leading, he'll need to run the ball more to wind down the clock, or they're going to try to establish it early, whatever it may be, I think Fournette could be a good guy to look at for his props in this game. He's averaging about 4.5 yards per carry and think he will be utilized and relied upon a decent amount in this game. Reason I didn't end up playing it in the off chance that, hey, maybe the Eagles actually can do really well right away against Tampa Bay and that the Buccaneers will actually maybe be you know, trying to play catch-up or it's going to be a closer game. And the other reason, you know, 62.5 is a little bit high for Leonard Fournette, right? I mean, you typically wouldn't see this. It's just a certain circumstance why it's a little bit skewed. And so ultimately being a tad bit too high is why I stayed away. But if you have more faith in it, I think you should consider Leonard Fournette over his rushing yards prop. And then with that being said, the correlation, his rushing attempts, 12.5 shaded to the over minus 117 for Fournette. Now, he's only averaging 11 rushing attempts per game, and he's been held under this in every single game but one, and that game was against New England where he had 20 carries. So it's not a great sample size to rely upon, but again, Brady's kind of banged up, and maybe they try to establish the run, so it could be a good look to go over 12.5 rush attempts with Burnett, but the sample size isn't great based on what's happened this season. So that was my hesitancy with that prop, but maybe they do rely on the run a lot. So you could consider that angle as well. And then if you missed it, earlier in the show when we had Ryan Rossi on, he hosts the Philadelphia City cast with Bet Rivers. I wanted to ask him a little bit about Zach Ertz because people seem to be talking. I know on Follow the Money, Mitch Moss liked the Zach Ertz prop for his receiving yards, and that's kind of where my interests lie as well. No Goddard in this game, and Tampa Bay against tight ends are allowing them on average over seven receptions at about 64 receiving yards per game. Doesn't mean it's going to be the same case tonight, but definitely gives you a little faith and confidence that that could be the case. Now, Ertz is averaging 32 receiving yards per game, and his prop number is set at about 42.5, shaded slightly to the over, or to the under, rather, minus 115, overs minus 114. So he's averaging three catches on five targets per game, but again, the opportunity should be a little bit more bountiful considering that Goddard is out. And this Tampa Bay team is bad at covering the pass in general, but specifically against tight ends, allowing them to average over 60 receiving yards per game. I don't know if he's going to be, you know, a main source of a target for Jalen Hurts. And it's one of those things where you kind of envision at the end of the game and go, well, if this doesn't hit, you know, do you still think it'd be a good bet? And it's hard for me to say yes in the sense that we don't have the full consistency with Zach Hurts because Goddard has been a guy in the mix and he's gone over it you know, in just two out of these five games thus far. But again, you know, Hertz isn't the same player that we were accustomed to him being, you know, three and beyond years ago. So it's kind of tough to completely rely on Zach Hertz here. But if you, again, if you're, I'm just kind of trying to lead you to the water here. And if you have the more conviction with it, then Hertz should be a guy that you could could consider for his prop. Again, like I said, Mitch Moss, I know, played him over. And I think it's a good spot for him. I'm just not fully willing to put the money down to find out, but I do have the strong lean with Ertz over his receiving yards of 42 and a half. You know, it's better to be safe than sorry, but I do think Ertz could have a decent game tonight. So all in all, the bets we are rolling with for Thursday night football, it's going to revolve around Jalen Hurts, baby. We need a big game out of Hurts. 
passing yards over 277 and a half and passing attempts over 37 and a half as always folks best of luck if you tail enjoy the game tonight we'll catch up again tomorrow plenty more props and best bets heading into the weekend for college and nfl until then enjoy the game take care At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.